Mr. Mike, and you're listening to the Juju2Cast AudioCast here on Juju2Cast.com. This is episode 465, as I call this episode, Two Weeks. Woo! Oh, we're back. We're back. I'm back. Now does this work? Can I turn my... Oh. Oh, actually... <laughs> you, can, you can't hear me when I was on a thing, but I could hear me. Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> I am playing around with some controls because I basically forgot how to work everything on my voice meter banana, uh, which is the software I use to record these lovely podcasts because it's been so long. When's the last time I podcast, folks? When was the last podcast? Oh, man. I would actually have to go into the archives for that puppy. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 as the hard drive is loading up. And it doesn't even tell me. I know it's 464 was the last one. When did I make that? Does it tell me? It doesn't even tell. Oh, wait. Here we go. 8-28-22. So, August. Wait. September, October. Uh, since August. Okay. that Okay, that kind of makes some sense. Oh, boy. Am I, that was a long time. But I am back, folks. I know it's been a long day's night, but I've been working like a dog. Oh, yeah. I still got it. But, um, yes, it has been a long time, folks. I, I know I took... I took an extended, extended leave of absence from podcasting, but I kept doing videos. I kept doing live streams and stuff. But I'm back. I am back with some talk, a lot of talk, a lot of news. Well, not a lot of news. A lot of news for this uh, podcasting and all that. Uh, good or bad, whatever you think about it. 
Um, but it's going to happen because that's what I want to do in the future. So, uh, what to start it with? You know, it's not going to be the longest podcast today, but I'm trying to keep my pot, my podcasting simple. If there's a lot to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. If there's not a lot to talk about, I'm not going to try to do any filler. That is my promise to you guys. Uh, but like I said, it's been a long time. Um, I'm just going to start, start cleaning house right now and talking about the brass tacks. Uh, basically as I lower my own voice here in my backtrack of my headphones here, excuse me for a second, for one second, I got a burp thing going on here. Okay. Good. The burp button works. I muted my burping. I don't want you to hear it. <laughs> Only I can hear it. Uh, yes. So back finally in my production studio from a very long, long uh, extended leave. Uh, I will be talking about what I've been doing in extended leave and what I'm still doing right now. <clears throat> as everything else is going on with me right now with uh, sinuses and cough because i ate a bunch of chips before this and that was a bad idea uh but um going forward i have uh basically you know i like the podcast but i don't like it as much as trying to get a podcast out every week or podcast i should say out every week so what i am planning on going planning on doing going forward is that um I'm not going to be doing a podcast each and every week, um, but I'm going to do it every other week. So this week we'll have a podcast for this uh, today as you're listening to this because I'm actually recording it day of because I was doing a whole bunch of stuff over the weekend, which I will be getting into in this podcast, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but basically I will have my podcast today coming out. This podcast, the Juju Two Cast Audio Cast, and the Games Attack Audio Cast. Next week, or next, or this next week, Monday, nothing. So it'll be on a week on, week off basis. So we'll do a podcast this week, or podcast this week, and then I won't podcast next week. But what will remain intact and the same, which will never change, is I will continue to do my live streams at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash gg2cast on Friday nights. Yeah, at 8 p.m. Eastern, yes. Unless if I change the venue from Twitch to YouTube, which I've been thinking of going to YouTube live, I don't know yet. Uh, But I've been still doing the Twitch thing. Uh, do my live videos. I, I still have maybe because I haven't had any bad experience on YouTube, but maybe I might be able to get somewhere better on YouTube. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to try something out with YouTube. It's been a while. It's been a long, long while since I uh, did any streaming on YouTube, but I'm thinking maybe I might do that. I don't know. I, I've been planning and thinking about it for a little while now, but. Um, you know, Twitch, I haven't had any real people watching my stream. I don't know if it's just there's too many people on there or, or what. Because all I do on Twitch is do a basic stream, play some video games, talk some shit, 
and just play the game. Not nothing super crazy. I'm not jumping off the wall wearing makeup and weird hats and makeup and t-shirts and all that stuff and doing crazy things. I am just playing video games and uh, talking some shit, shooting the shit. So going forward, uh, it'll be every other week uh, on the podcast front. So one week podcast, next week podcast. Why did I call this podcast two weeks? But you you think about it, it's like, okay, a week on, week off, week on, week off. So every second week, there won't be a podcast. Now, um, the reason is because, you know... Like I said, I don't want to be trying to rush and create podcasts and all this other stuff and try to do all this stuff at the last moment like I'm doing today (laughs) because I've been busy. I've been busy doing a lot of stuff in my house and, uh, you know, I've been trying to get back into working out and gaming even more and sometimes I just don't have anything real to talk about and I figure taking a little like extra break from podcasting and saying, oh, okay, I won't have one this week, but I'll have some stuff to talk about the following week on a podcast. That w- I think that will be great. I think it'll be a, a good thing. Unless if something big goes down, like some major event, like we have a nuclear winter or something, or um, the queen dies again or something. Oh, that already happened. <laughs> uh, Putin's trying to shoot nukes at everybody. Uh, China's getting pissed off at us because we're restricting them on, uh, chips and stuff. And America's still fucked to high heaven hell and people are still woke. And, uh, yeah, and I could keep going on and on and on, but no, no. If there's something really important, okay, I'll do a podcast. But if not, It'll be every other week. I think that going forward will be great, not just for this podcast, but also for the Games Attack audio cast because there's not always games to talk about or gaming news to talk about. And if there is, if it's not big enough to say, hey, I got to do one every week, then I'll push it to the following week. Um, Like that Mario trailer that just dropped. Was it last week? I think it was last week, the Mario brothers movie trailer that a lot of people are hating on chris pratt there everybody's hating on him and hating on mario's look because he looks a little thinner he doesn't have the fat ass as uh mario of the games and stuff because people do not like that stuff don't do not like their favorite heroes or their icons or whatever changing a little bit or they don't like change at all and you know to me i thought that trailer was bombastic i'm gonna get into it right now let's talk a little shit before we talk about all the other stuff i gotta talk about but i thought that trailer was excellent i cannot wait to see the mario brothers movie when it comes out next year and was it april i think it was april i don't think it was march i think it was april april what eighth six eight some 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 digits maybe single digits i don't know but when it comes out next year I will definitely go and see it as uh, soon as possible because um, it looked great. Jack Black, of course, blew the whole trailer away, literally, with his uh, bombastic approach as Bowser. And I think Chris Pratt, even though you don't hear much of anything from Mario, I think he uh, sounded okay to me. Uh, 
what do you think? Let's see here. <clears throat> I could always do this. I should have brought this up um, beforehand, but let's see here. Um, here we go. Let's see here. Mario. Um, here we, ah, here we go. Okay. Hold on. Give me a second here. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. No, that, that's that one. I want the Mario movie. There we go. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. I don't know about you, but I thought it was pretty cool. Let's hear it one more time. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Okay, how about this one? Oh, that's just playing the music. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Do they got one with voice only? Let's see here. Um, no. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Where is it? Uh, oh, is this the original guy here? I've been the voice of Mario for 26 years. Now moving on to Luigi. Now moving on to Luigi. Oh. <laughs> okay, they got the original guy. Okay, I was just listening. To that. I don't know, folks. Uh, I know a lot of there's a lot of hate, a lot of Chris Pratt hate out there. A lot of people think he's an asshole or whatever. You know what? I don't judge people by how they sound or play and. He's an actor. I don't I don't judge him. I judge him if he does a tries to do a decent job. Like he plays as Star Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy, he plays as uh oh what's his name? Um Owen uh was it Brady or Owen Brady or something in Jurassic World. And he's been in other movies as well. I uh, I, I think I would not judge him by what he's going to be doing as Mario, as how he plays it. Because Mario, even though you got the voice of Mario that could did, could have did the voice of Mario, you have different renditions of Mario throughout the years, even before that guy became the voice of Mario. Now, to me, and this is my opinion in general, I think as long as Chris Pratt tries his hardest on this role and he does a decent job of trying to act it out as Mario in the in the movie, and I know he doesn't sound like he has a Brooklyn accent or this or that, but as long as he tries to stay true to the character, I think he'll be okay in it. And I'm not going to judge the guy. I don't care about his religious beliefs or any other beliefs or thoughts or this. I just know he's he tries hard. He tries to do a good job. I have fun watching his films and uh, the entertainment that he provides to me. And I know he's a decent family man. You know, shit, he's married uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, for crying out loud, and had a couple kids already. He seems like a decent guy. 
I see him in a lot of stuff. I think he does a decent job. I think we should just give him a chance and stop with all the woke hate out there. And um, we let him do what he does. And if, you know, you watch the whole movie and you see how it is and you see how his acting is, his voice acting is in the movie. And after you're coming out of the movie, you still say it sucks and everything sucks or he sucks then sure, judge it from that. But from this one little, little clip where he says, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Do not judge him by that one line. So that is a little thing from me, a little rant going on there. I'm, I'm sick of hearing about all the woke people complaining about it. I'm excited to see it. I'm a big Mario Brothers fan. I'm a big gamer fan. I'm going to go see it. And I think it's going to do just fine. Now into the more important things. Uh, Talking house fix-ups, winterizing the living room. These are the things I've been doing for the rest of August. And, of course, it took August, September. It took a bit longer than I thought it would because... uh, the weather was not uh, cooperating with me uh, during the rest of the summer, during August and stuff. It was getting really hot and muggy, and I wasn't able to do anything around the house outside because it was just really, really bad at those times. And then it started cooling off a little bit in uh, mid-September and stuff, and then I started doing some stuff. Basically, uh, what I got finally done was uh, redoing, stripping off my old gutters in the front of the house, the front uh, house gutters, and installing some brand new gutters that I did up by myself. Well, not by myself fully, but mostly by myself. I had some help from the truth. He came over and uh, helped me tear down the old gutters and helped me uh, basically, uh, put up the new gutters, you know, pretty much is the helping hand that he is in his own little weird ways, but, uh, got him up. It was a pain in the ass. Cause you know, as of anything in a house, a fixer upper house that I like to call this house a lot. Uh, I always find out when I try to tear something out of this house that I never tore off before, like gutters and such. And because the old gutters, were just barely hanging on there, more so than I thought they were, because those nails weren't going into anything. Those gutter nails that they put in the house, those were not hanging on anything except for the vinyl siding and stuff of the house. They weren't attached to any wood or anything. Maybe some of the fiberboard inside the vinyl um, siding and stuff, but they weren't doing nothing of holding up those gutters, <laughs> as I found out. So basically, uh, when I took apart the old gutters, or one main, it was like one main gutter, because when I had the gutters done, what the company did, they made just one long gutter, uh, and they put it on the house crappily mind you hence why it was falling off the house no but un- but luckily the rest of the gutters on the house the backs the side on the garage and stuff those have not been falling off the house so fingers crossed so when i found out taking off the main front gutter that i wanted to replace of the house i found out that 
it was ripping off the rest of the the you know the rest of the siding off the house because it was only attached to the siding and for more inspection behind that i found a lot of holes in the side of the on the front of the house and the fiberboard and all that other stuff that there was in there um i found out it just needed to be just all redone so what i had to do and i thought up and i had some help from a, a neighbor of mine uh who knows about some construction stuff and he does his does a lot of his own projects and you know former naval person and stuff you know how it is a guy that knows how to work around a house and work around tools and stuff so he explained to me a, a couple scenarios and options i could do because i never um i never basically installed gutters on my own by myself i helped people install gutters i just never did them by myself and what i came to find out if i was going to install the new set of gutters that i'd put together and put onto the house i knew i was going to have to have a plan to actually keep them on that house and not fall off when a little bit of rain or snow comes so what i did what i opted for was I got some hardwood, um, I, what was it, was it oak or something? I forgot what kind of wood it was. It's a nice hardwood that is water pressure treated and water treated, you know, pressure treated and all that. And I put it up, I screwed it to the front of the house. I put it on, uh, it overlaps, I put... It looks like shingles itself. There's it's thin boards. I put one on top of the other so that they would go down like you would some wooden shingles, some wood shingles. How you put those on a house if you were good to do uh, a wooden wood siding or something like that. So I put those in the front top of the house, which needed it. So. The reason I did that is because I pulled out all the fiberboard because that shit was just falling apart. It was bad and all that. Uh, I cocked up, gooped up, whatever. Um, Actually, I put foam in all the holes, all the giant holes that were around the top of where the gutters were so no bees or animals or other bugs would get inside the house and stuff like that. So I actually, you know, made sure that there was a little extra insulation and stuff. Plus, this was at the part of the house where it had insulation in the house. So some of that was falling out. So I was pumping in some more into the front top portion of the house to make sure that it wasn't going to come out and stuff. And so far, that, that that worked. That worked great. So then I, put, I screwed with my heavy-duty screws uh, the boards back onto the ho- onto the house. I screwed them onto the house, and um, you know, found all the hard posts and stuff to put them in. And boy, did I not only strengthen up the house for in general, but when I put the vinyl back on, I put on a fresh piece of vinyl because I actually, luckily, this is the funny thing. This is the only lucky thing I have about this house. The people. Or the person or people that owned the house before me, the only good thing that they did or the guy did of this house was save some extra vinyl siding of the house, which I used to because the old 
uh, sheet, of, the old long sheet of vinyl siding that was in the front of the house was completely destroyed. It was ripped in half by accident when I was pulling off the gutter because the gutter was only attached to it, and it was just brutally damaged and dirty and stuff. And I had a nice sh- new sheets, and I put a new uh, vinyl uh, siding sheets up on there, screwed them, tacked them in, screwed them in. Tried to use the vinyl. Um, I had to get. I got the vinyl uh, siding tool and I tried to pop them into place. That did not work out so well. So I had to improvise and I tacked in. I screwed in the top of the vinyl sheets and I tacked in the bottom with some uh, white white vinyl siding nails uh for them because i looked at the original vinyl siding on the top of the house that's basically what the person did for that vinyl siding also after that i cocked all cocked it up all around the bottom the base of the vinyl and the sides and stuff so that no bugs or weather would ever get into that vinyl so i made it really locked tight waterproofed locked tight weatherproofed bug proofed you know element proofed i'm i i really you know made a good good standing so that vinyl will never come off until i decide to get the whole house recited which that won't be for a long time hopefully because everything still seems pretty good in the vinyl siding of the house part of my house and uh I'm in no hurry to get this house re-sided. I might paint. The, I still have the idea of painting the house, the vinyl siding, which I would definitely do the front of the house first, especially if this year I decide to get that um, that new awning in the front of my house, which I will probably do this uh, spring into summer, get the, a nice awning place to build me a nice awning for that front deck porch so I can actually sit out there during the summer time, uh, which this summer I barely sat out there because it was so hot, so sunny, so humid. And for me to get a nice awning in the front and get some of the side bug bug deterrence on the sides and stuff, that'll make, that'll make it a whole lot better. That'll make having doing the whole thing a whole lot better uh keeping it a lot um a lot less bugs to come in and uh you know screw up my fun in the front <laughs> uh but I did get to sit out there a bunch of times eat out there and enjoy my patio a little bit with my nice new uh deck chairs and table but eh, you know as of right now they're all winterized they're all wrapped up you know all protected those things are all uh put away for the winter pretty much uh but yeah back to the vinyl uh back to this uh doing the gutters so basically you know got the vinyl siding up back up and um installed the gutters now that was a pain in itself because you know not as much as i thought it would be but because I had the truth help me for a little bit, but once I got the new gutters up there and I installed them and did all the stuff, I had to goop them. And the worst part was that day or that, yeah, of that day, uh, 
Mother Nature came a calling. <laughs> that day it started to fucking rain and rain it did it poured and it poured and it poured right when i was finishing up with the gutters like i literally finished installing my front gutter gutters to the house the minute it started to rain and pour and then i found out that there was a little bits of leaks leakage going on from the gutters um and it was coming out of the you know the seams that where i put the gutters together myself so i had in the rain i made sure to go back up there and put in more um gutter caulk as you would like to call it or gutter putty or whatever you want to call it, it was, i call it gutter caulk because it comes out of the caulk gun and I was doing it and when it was pouring out to clog up the rest of the halls to patch up the rest of the little openings that the water was leaking out of. And pretty much I think I got it all. Now note when, you know, I'm done doing the gutters now, but in the spring summer, I might actually put a layer of rubber or something in there as well to patch that up even more, you know, next year. But right now they're perfectly fine. I strapped down I strapped them down on the sides. I put up, you know, the spouts. I put those back up in there, put in new downspout uh, attachments. And now I got some premium looking gutter, gutters in the front or gutter. I should say one long gutter in the front. And uh, it's been raining and it rained to just today, yesterday, a lot today as well. And it was pouring and pouring and I'm looking outside in the front of my house and I'm like, I don't see no dripping. I don't see no nothing. I hear the water running in the gutters, going down the downspouts, going into my drainage uh, connection because I got my drainage um, part where all the water goes down and from the gutters to the chutes down into my drainage in the ground. And it goes all the way in my backyard, all the way down in a slope to the backyard. Same with what I did with the other side of the house on the garage side of the house where I put the downspout going into the ground and I put drainage on that side finally, which is going to help immensely when the winter comes, when it gets warm and cold, warm and cold, and, you know, things melt, the snow melts on the roof or in the gutters and stuff, and it goes down the downspout. When the one downspout that was attached that is attached to my garage used to spill into the driveway not very good in the winter when you got water coming into the driveway and then it freezes and turns into a block of ice you know not a very good thing now that it's going down into my drainage into the ground underground that's a lot better because then it won't be just a puddle of water sitting there on my concrete now I don't see no water on my concrete except for, you know, whatever comes out of the sky onto the ground. But I don't see that puddle of water where it used to be on my driveway anymore because it goes into the drainage pipe all the way to the backyard that I've created for it. So I did a lot of that stuff over that time. And um, other things I did, I, pay, I stripped and painted my back windows to my house, you know, winterized the back windows of my house, the upper levels, um, the bottom levels are good. I did my office window here, um, 
my one office window on the side where it gets hit with a lot of rain and stuff. I, you know, scraped it, sanded it, painted it up really nicely, caulked it where it needed to be caulked. And I did the upstairs for my bedroom as well on the corner and stuff. And I also did the side of the siding that was coming out a little bit after they um, insulated my house. They kind of had it where there was some, um, like the seams weren't uh, together or it wasn't against the house. So I put on a few, few little rivet bolts on the side there to push in and I caulked up and the siding that goes up and down on the side of the house to make sure that there was no gaps or anything for water and leakage to come into the house. I yet I as of yet still haven't gone on to the roof of my house yet to, to do an inspection of my roof. I usually do that every year. Haven't done it yet. Maybe I'll do it this weekend. Um because I'm going to be outside this weekend because it's supposed to be like 60s again. And I have to mow the grass at least one last time. And maybe try to do some overseeding of my of my grass. I was going to winterize it. But the fact is I can't winterize it if I'm putting overseed in at this time. Because if I put it in, if I do the the... If I do the winterizing of the grass, if I actually put the, you know, what do you call it? The, ah, uh, shoot, the winterizer or the, oh, what is it called? The, <laughs> it's hard for me to think about what it's called. It's called um, the fertilizer, the winter fertilizer on the ground. If I was to do that, I wouldn't be, I should, I can't put the seeds down. So I have to do either or. So I'm going to try to just put the seeds down and do my, you know, overseeding after I cut the grass and stuff. I'm going to puncture some holes in the ground around the front of the yard because that's where I got to do it. The front and the side of the yard. I'm going to do, I got a little, I got a little churning tool, but I got, it's got little spikes on it. So I'm just going to jam it into the ground everywhere, aerate the front of the yard a bit, the side of the yard a bit. And I'm going to roll some grass seed over that. So when it does rain again or snows and it just, you know, when it just freezes over the winter, when the spring and summer comes, those seeds will be wet. They'll be frozen, but then they'll be wet. They'll germinate probably, hopefully better. And I should hopefully have some good grass. And that's when I can put on the new fertilizer and stuff in the spring. At least that's my plan of attack to get the rest of the ground and grass to grow in the front of the house. Uh, But it looks decent. It looks decent for what it is. I also have to take my little trees and bushes in the front and I have to uh, wrap them. I got some cages that I bought some tomato cages and I'm going to put them out there and then I'm going to wrap the top. I was figuring I'll wrap the tops of those cages, but I'll leave the bottom open so that there could be some nice airflow and stuff for the trees and bushes. So they're not just buried under nothing. Also, they could get a little bit of sunlight and stuff, but the top and stuff will be perfect to keep the you know all the snow and stuff from choking them out so that's what i'm going to do for those bushes and mini trees because if it snows and stuff it's just going to crush all those beautiful plants that i just spent tons of money on for the front of my house 
Um, and lastly, I got to cut all those uh, back annual bushes down, and throw those away. Those got to go into the, to the little garbage dumpsters I got because it's that time of the year where you got to cut those things. Can't just leave them there because then they just turn all gooey and stuff and uh, they just cause a mess. So I'm just going to chop them all, chop all those suckers down and um, they'll grow again next year like they do every year and it's raining again right now i can hear the rain going outside it's very beautiful but it's very nice and warm in this house um and right now uh, going into now well not now but i started it what a couple weekends ago like a weekend or so ago and i'm just every weekend or every other weekend i know this weekend i gotta do it but every weekend every other day tomorrow i'm gonna do it I've been working on a new project, a new remodeling project inside the house. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I might have. But I have started working on my living room. Yes, I I, I did state once that I think I was going to work on the living room. And right now, as of right now, I decided to take on that project. I took everything I could possibly take out of that living room. And basically I stripped down the ceiling. I stripped all the popcorn because, you know, I have popcorn ceilings throughout most of my house or did because one area at a time I'm taking away all that shitty popcorn ceiling or doing something like in my office here. I left the popcorn on the ceiling because I painted over it. That was my my basically my idea for uh this office was to paint over the popcorn which was a pain in the ass to tell you the truth of doing that but i did that for this office that was my that was my thing to do for the office uh ceiling here is to leave the popcorn on but paint over it that was a challenge but for my bedroom the kitchen and now the living room i decided to scrape all that popcorn off which I've been, I got pretty, um, I got pretty good at. I'm pretty good at ripping out popcorn ceilings. Let's just say I'm pretty good at scraping the crap away. You know, you got a nice, a warm water bottle next to you. You spritz a little bit of water on that ceiling, let it sit for a second, and then you just scrape away, and all the popcorn in a nice little squishy slush just falls into that tray. And it makes it a lot easier to scrape off the popcorn off the ceiling instead of doing the, doing it via the dry popcorn on the ceiling, causing a lot of dust and other stuff. And it's just so hard to scrape off, especially for my old house. I went and opted for just spraying a little bit of water on the ceiling everywhere I was doing it and just scraping and scraping, doing one section at a time. And at first I didn't have all my plastic drop cloth like I should have. So I had to do a lot of vacuuming and stuff still later. But now, um, then after that, I should say, I should just keep going from that. I, I patched, I did some patching. I had, I wanted to do some patching of the ceiling because there's a lot of cracks in the ceiling from when my house was on level and I had to get it leveled by putting new, um, you know, new, uh, what should I say, steel beams in the basement. So when they were raising in, up the house and getting it leveled and putting the new beams in and stuff and the house was settling, of course, 
the ceiling was cracking, walls were getting cracks in the walls and stuff, ceilings and walls, you know. That's what happens when your house moves, your ceilings and your walls crack a little bit. So I patched all that up, patched up um, a lot of the holes in the walls, a lot of stuff that was falling apart, like the old drywall was falling apart, patched up a big chunk of a a drywall with my um, my drywall what is it drywall slate sheet rock uh filler i there was a still a telephone line in my house there's still a telephone plug in my living room and i'm like that's gotta go (laughs) and i found out it was this big wall hole in the wall where they just put this phone jacket and it was this big hole they made to put this little jack in i'm like why did you may have to make a hole that big to put a little jack in the side of the wall i guess with these people they just felt like they needed to do what they had to do and they never thought of the repercussions so what i had to do with that i had to drill a piece of i had to put a piece of wood that would fit to the back of that wall inside the wall so I, I had to shimmy a piece of wood up into that wall and drill onto the sides of the wall some screws, put them in a little bit, and plaster over that stuff and put on the sheetrock plaster inside of that hole. I sure I could have I did have some drywall left. I could have cut out a piece and put it in there and then put some schlack over that. But I decided why don't I do it raw and dirty instead of having to cut some and all that other stuff. I said you know what? The sheetrock plaster will harden by itself. It'll become super strong. It'll adhere to all the crevices inside the side of the wall and all that. So I just, I just put a whole bunch of spackle, drywall, sheet wall, goop all on the side of that. Taped it up on the other side to make sure it was all in there and it would stay in there. And let it dry for a couple weeks. I let that happen. You know, finished, you know, doing all the other stuff, caulked around all the crevices and cracks and stuff that needed to be caulked around the window sills, around the baseboards and stuff. Then I also figured, well, you know what, Mr. Mike, I want to do something even more. I want to do a little bit of, uh, you know, modernize it i want to make my living room extra cool so i came up with these extra ideas while i was patching and scraping still i had some you know popcorn ceiling left in the corner because i had some stuff in the corner yet that i had to take out of there and then i scraped that popcorn ceiling and i'm like when i was doing all this i'm like you know what i just had the best idea of them all and i didn't think of it until this till this time i decided you know what they have those electric fireplaces out there. I wonder if they have a smaller electric fireplace where you put into a fireplace or something or or as in my case a fake fireplace where you could plug it in and you can turn it into like a real fireplace that blows out heat and all that. And I'm like, you know what? They have to sell something like that. Because I know they have the electric fireplaces in general, but I also kind of figured they would have something where you would put in to something. So I looked on the first place I would look, like I always do, Amazon. And of course, what came up with the perfect, perfect, this is like the 
was it the first or second listing? It was the perfect thing. It was the electric fireplace with heater, aka heater, that had you know it was a dig- it's a digital fireplace. You know it has the the fake fire inside that changes into three types of fire. You can have it red. You can have it, I think, it what, a blue? And then you can have it multicolor, like red and blue, you know, with a little blue singe, singes and stuff. And it looks like a real logs burning in there. And on top of it, it has a heater vent in the front of it, on the top front, where it blows out heat. So it'll heat up the living room if I want to have a little extra heat in the living room during the winter time, which, you know, sometimes the winter gets a little, winters get a little cooler. And even though I do have insulation throughout my house and all that, maybe I might want a little extra heat or something in the living room to make it feel like a real fireplace. So gosh, darn it. This fireplace had that. And it I needed to do a little chopping of the fake fireplace and I had to add a piece to the front of the fireplace. And I know it's hard for me to contextualize what I'm trying to say here, but if you can visualize, I have my fake fireplace, which is a lot bigger, a lot taller with the ends, with the front end of the fireplace, the opening of the fireplace. I needed to bring down the top of that opening a little bit because this this fireplace this digital fireplace that i purchased was smaller going up and down but it was a little wider going out so i cut out a little bit more of the fireplace on the sides while bringing down the top of the fireplace by adding a a wooden board in there screwing it in from the back and then wrapping it with some uh fake you know, marble wrap and stuff, which was a piece, which was a pain in the ass. Cause I did that over the weekend of this, of the weekend I was just in. And that was a pain in the ass. And I highly recommend if you can avoid it, do not try to wrap anything with that stupid wrap. It's the countertop wrap, the fake marble countertop wrap that you get in the stores. Do not use that shit. That shit is that vinyl wrap sucks. It sucks. It took so long to do it, and it kept ripping and crumpling, and it was rolled so much that it would just roll up on itself and stick to itself, and I was having the worst time putting that marble wrap onto that fireplace, but I got it all done. Um, I'm still thinking of putting, and then I thought of this later, but I decided, well, I can always hold off until I decide to want to go back to it down the road, which I could if I really want to. I could always put that sheetrock that I have uh, that I have and I used in the kitchen for the backsplash. I used that stick-on dry, uh, stick-on uh, sheetrock that looks beautiful, by the way, in my kitchen. I'm like, hmm, maybe someday I might buy some of that because it's not cheap because it's actual rock and it's something that sticks to the thing but maybe someday i'll buy a bunch of that cut it up and i'll form it to the front of the fireplace and make it extra extra cool but uh for now this is good you know with the fake marble look and stuff to it so i did that uh i had to drill a hole on the bottom back end of the fireplace the fake fireplace 
uh, going out to the left-hand side because that's where the plug is, and I didn't want the plug to go around the front of the fireplace to to the plug because that would look really stupid if I had the electric fireplace there and I had to put the plug in the front of the fireplace, around the front, plug it into the back wall. That, that would look very um, unprofessional slash amateur hour. So what I did, I had to buy um, an extra cutting tool. I had to buy myself a a thing for my drill, which one part of it bent. But the cutter itself, I drilled a big hole that would fit this nice big plug because the electric fireplace has this big fat plug on end. So I had to drill a hole through the back of it, which was very easy. Drilled a hole. And now I got a nice little hole that I painted up and made really nice as as I did also paint the fireplace, uh, which I did one coat already so far, but I got to paint again to make it bring out the new, the white out of it because it's a white fireplace and it, I was bringing it out, re- restoring it in a way by repainting it and I'm going to repaint it again, do a second coat on it, maybe a third coat if needed to bring out the white back in the old fireplace that was sitting there for all this time, that fake fireplace. And... And I tested it out. I put in the digital fireplace that I bought and plugged it in, and it works stupendously. That thing fits perfectly well into that uh, underneath that fireplace. It looks like a real fireplace now and acts like a real fireplace, and it is just beautiful. It was the best thing I ever did. And on top of it, that digital electric fireplace, it has Wi-Fi. Yes, it has Wi-Fi. Just like any digital item in your house, I can control this thing with my phone. It also has a remote, but the plastic cheesy remote looks like shit. And if I don't want to use the controls on the front of it, I get an app and I can control it with the heater. Also, the heater and the unit with the app because it has Wi-Fi on this digital fireplace. Oh my God, smart home, here we go. (laughs) Oh, so that made my day when I found out that had Wi-Fi and all that stuff to that digital fireplace. And on top of it, I started painting the baseboards, repainted those with a nice fresh coat of white paint, which I'll probably do a a second coat on those too. And I started painting the ceiling a little bit. I did the edging of the ceiling uh, the other night. And, um, you know, that living room is looking slowly but surely getting better and better and better. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, which will be Tuesday as you're hearing this, I will definitely be uh, painting the ceiling of the living room. I'll definitely be getting out my roller and stuff and my stick. And I'll start rolling paint onto that and seeing how that works out. Um, get as many coats as I can. That is my goal. My, uh, my main goal mission for that ceiling of that living room is to get as many coats as of paint as I can. I got three cans of white paint to use up and I can use them up. I, I still got, like I said, I got to do some paint, some of the fireplace a little bit, paint some of the baseboards, paint around the windowsill, maybe a little bit more cause that's white as well. But mainly That ceiling has got to get painted like at least four coats to maybe five coats of paint. And that's a lot of paint that has to go up into that dry ass 
uh, very needing of paint ceiling. And I will do it. It'll take a little bit of time, but I'll do it. After the first like two coats go up on that ceiling, I'm sure recoating and recoating again after that will be uh, a cinch. And then on top of it, I ha- I'm going to be, after all the painting's all done, I still got to paint the walls of the living room. Now, I have picked out the paint for the walls of the living room, but I haven't bought it yet because I'm waiting to get the ceiling done first. When the ceiling's done, then I'll paint the walls, which I'll paint like three, three-ish coats, maybe four coats of paint on those walls of the living room, depending on how much paint I got left. Um... After that's all said and done, I want to get some uh, of that plastic wood border bordering to border the corners of the ceiling and stuff, which will make it look really nice in there. It'll give that it'll make that living room pop a bit, so you don't see any of like the little paint in the corners of the ceiling and stuff, because the the border the wood the fake wood borders will uh, what should I say the wood. Um, the wood uh there's another name for it technical name for it i keep forgetting i call it the fake wood borders the the strips um but once that's on there it'll hide any imperfections in the corners of the paint that come in contact with other paint different color paint and stuff but uh once that's all up there there's one more thing that i have planned to do to that living room I am going to put on top of the, I I haven't decided yet. It's either going to be on the top, on the ceiling, in the corners of that wooden, the fake wood borders, or it's going to go like underneath it. I haven't decided where this is going to go yet because this is a challenge in itself because this is going to take some technical mumbo jumbo work to do it. But I am going to try to get my my ceiling LEDified. I am going to put LED lighting in my ceiling or on the side of my ceiling, maybe on the borders or something. I don't know yet. Maybe the borders. Maybe the borders should be the where my my uh where I attach that LED lights cuz that'll make it look really cool. Um but that's going to go up there. That's going to get plugged into the back. That also has a Wi-Fi app to it, so I can have digital LED lighting around my living room on the top of the ceiling, which will pop, make pop that that living room even more during movies, music, hangouts, gaming sessions, or just overall just sitting sitting or laying down and relaxing and not having to have turn on the lights or anything in there. I could just run the LED lighting on the top, which is bright enough and it gives it the living room a nice perspective. Run the fireplace in the back. That living room is going to be after it's all said and done, I'm telling you, that living room is going to pop. That living room is going to be Woo! And I had this planned in my head for a little while now, and it's already coming to fruition. You know, one step at a time, one thing at a time. Takes a little bit of time, that's okay, but I'm trying to make it as best as it can. And when it's all said and done, that living room is going to freaking rock. 
And I will hopefully put up some pictures about it. I know I always say that, but this time I will. And I've been telling this to some friends at work and other friends of mine. And boy, oh boy, they were, they were like, ooh, interested (laughs) on how I'm going to do that. So, so yeah, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing now, remodeling and stuff. So because I won't be doing podcasts this upcoming weekend, I'll have that time to do the outside, do the inside stuff. I'll do some stuff around there. And then the following weekend I could do some podcasting, hopefully if I push myself to it and, uh, so on. And boy, this podcast is going longer than I thought it would, <laughs> like it always does. Um, a quick few things before I end this podcast, because like I said, I don't want to keep rambling on. I don't want to keep this podcast going too long. Uh, still working at McDonald's, still working for uh, Ronald McDonald himself, doing good, making some money. My friend, The Truth, is still working for uh, Mickey D's as well, making that money, doing well. He's also got a house, or so-called, he's getting a house. Uh Right now, he's just renting the house, technically. And then, I guess, in a, a little bit later, he's going to buy that house. But um, I guess he's getting it from somebody in the family right now. He's getting the house. And I'm telling you, this house is a big fixer-upper. And if I ever get him back on the podcast, which I'm sure he wants to talk about stuff, I want him to talk about his house, <laughs> especially his uh, root cellar that he's got. That looks like it's from a horror movie, or you could use it for a horror movie. Um, but yeah, the truth is going to move out of his apartment uh, soon next year, and he's going to be in a house. Like I said, nothing like my house, but he's happy, and I'm happy for him. Even though I think he should fix up the house a little bit more, but we could talk about that maybe on a future podcast if he wants to. Uh, and then I got here, my plans for the future. Well, what's my plans for the future? Well, my plans for the future are hopefully to get this uh, living room done sooner than later. Uh, enjoy it. Maybe start painting the kitchen, get the, get paint for the kitchen next and repaint the kitchen. Cause that needs to be re spackled on one side of the kitchen and repainted, which shouldn't be too hard if I repaint the kitchen. Cause it's not like I, haven't done it before <laughs> and then uh then there's the dining room that has to be redone but i gotta wait on that because if i get my bathroom um if i get an exhaust put into my bathroom a fart fan in my bathroom installed uh the guy the plumber slash the electrician slash plumber whatever you want to consider calling him uh or electrician, I should say, has to probably take out some of that one part of the wall in order to get to some electrical work in there to fix the electrical work because I need some plugs fixed in that bathroom and get some uh, grade A bathroom plugs in that bathroom, maybe multi-plugs with some switches. I need something really fixed and done in that bathroom with that stuff before I could go ahead and do anything else. So I'm not really going to touch anything in the dining room with the painting and paint job or anything because I want to redo the paint job in the dining room. But I'm not going to do that until that bathroom gets fixed. And when I get the money and all that to do the bathroom fixing to 
put the fart fan in there and all that other stuff. Then uh, I plan on remodeling that bathroom. That will be a f- interesting remod because I got ideas for the bathroom. I just don't know how I'm going to implement some of them. And then there's other ideas I got for the bathroom that I have to probably run uh, run with uh, talking to some professionals about to see what can be done or what I can get done to be done with that stuff because there's a lot of uh, questions that I need answered maybe. So that's my plans, just more housework and stuff like that. And like I said, get up that awning next year. You know, the the weeks, the months, the week, the days, the weeks, the months, they're going by quick. They're going by quick for me. It's like I blink my eyes and it's already Friday. I know it's it's Monday now, but it's already going to be Tuesday. Then it's going to be Wednesday before I know it, then Thursday, Friday. And it's going to be a whole other week. And I'm like, wow, as you get older, the days, the weeks, the months, they just fly by. So next year... You would think, oh, that's a long ways away, Mike, Mr. Mike, you know, for that whole spring and summer thing. No, that's right around the corner for me. <laughs> uh, and I hope winter goes by quick because uh, I do not like winter. It just makes me feel icky and shit inside, it's, especially when I got to do all the outside stuff in the winter, <laughs> go to work earlier, all that other stuff. <laughs> I can already feel the cold. Anywho, folks, anywho, I think that's it. Uh, I know, I know that's all I have to talk about. I know I'm not doing any of my major ranting or anything, but, um, you know, I'm back. We're going to do this, like I said, every other week. So next week, no podcast, the following week podcast. And I think it's going to bring a little something, something to the show. And, um, Hopefully I can make a better presentation on my shows. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is the thing again. And it'll keep me, it'll help me out because then that means I'm not trying to rush and try to get out content every single week on something. Because it's, here's the thing, it's harder to to record a podcast than it is to do a, a video, to do a live stream of a video. For me, it is. To other people, maybe not so much. But to me, it's a lot more difficult to do a podcast and podcast than it is to do video. Especially when I got to upload the podcasts and put them on my thing and stuff and post them. It takes a little bit of extra effort and work to do that compared to doing videos. Go figure, eh? A video. Something that is much larger and you would think more complicated is easier for me, Mr. Mike, to do. I don't know. So everybody, um, thank you. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Juju 2 Cast Audiocast. This is Mr. Mike signing out. Nope, that's the wrong one. There we go. There's the outro. I want to thank you for listening. And I'll catch you guys again next time. The following Monday, right here, right now, on the GG2Cast AudioCast. So everybody, have fun, be safe, and see you until next time.
Together now, together now, hold together to feel it. 